Good morning, North America. Welcome to Church Talk TV, lively talk about life, church, and church life. I'm your co-host, Dr. Bill Tenney Britton, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host, Dr. Chris Tenney Britton, and we're broadcasting from our studio in Columbia, Missouri, the heartland of America. Say good morning, Chris. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Church Talk TV. Chris and Bill Tenney Britton here today to talk about one of what we consider the five basic spiritual practices uh, for, you know, for bringing people into um, good, deep spiritual discipleship. We're talking about the spiritual practice of encouragement. And we've talked about this in the past, but we're, we're talking about today specifically, you know, about it and how to do it and what it is and all that. But we're also, we want to talk about how you can use it to leverage your growth of your church. Yeah. And it's so, uh, I think in front of us right now, because we're seeing all the more the necessity for it, right? Absolutely. We've been asked the questions a lot lately. How do you get people into discipleship? How are you, you know, inspiring them? Uh, how do you make the connections with uh, people that are in your church, the newer people, those who are on the fringe, uh, but also those who aren't yet coming through your doors. And encouragement is so uh, is such a key, as as you're saying. Uh, let me say for a word, um, a moment about encouragement. And I said this to you yesterday, and you were like, "Oh yeah, I, you know, if you just take the word n in and encouragement, it's n." Courage, placing into people a courage, a courage to do whatever it is that uh, that they no, want no, no, to no. do. No, 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 no. Let me interrupt you because the reality is, is everyone knows encouragement is. Hey, good job. We're really excited. You've done that well. That's encouragement, right? No. 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 That's why one of my <laughs> spiritual gifts is encouragement, and not his. Not rah rah. Encouragement isn't about praise. You know, and that's how we've right. seen it yeah, so often. Thank you. That's really you know, good. It, that encouragement is about encouraging someone take the next step. I said, have courage. You can do this. Right. You can take the next step in, in your faith or right. in life or whatever. Right. Well, and I don't think of it, well, I, it, you could, but it is, you're pretty direct with people. And what I find is that, you know, <laughs> not everybody's ready for such direct uh, directness. And and so that, uh, woohoo, yeah, have you thought about that? Really, you want to invest in their hopes and dreams. We have a lot of uh, a lot of conversation about that. Can you tell we have lots of conversation in yeah, our house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and they're all church. They're all church geeks. I we, know we, we are. Like, I, I, we saw a, a show yesterday, and or I saw a show. You were you were busy doing something else. And the uh, the main character said to another character, "You know, I'm sorry. I'm always talking shop." She, and the the gal he was talking to said, "But that's fascinating." And it's like, yeah, that's where we are. It's fascinating. This is this is the stuff we live and breathe, and you know we study and share, and because we're absolutely sold out, committed to Jesus Christ and the church, and growing the church and the kingdom and the kingdom of right. God. I mean, that's, that's right. Jesus yep. Christ too. But it's, I mean, the kingdom yeah. is such a huge, huge part of that, and that's what I, I just I'm seeing here. With you, I just realized that's why we're here and what Church Talk is about, to encourage you, to encourage you to maybe try something different, to encourage you within your ministry. To do what you haven't been doing because, let's be honest, for most of you watching, what you're doing isn't working. I mean, that's just a reality. So maybe it's time to do something else. 
All right, so uh, let's keep going because we are <laughs> well, running we, time. We, oh, we, do you have more to well, say? I was, was going to say that, that. Let me encourage you. Yeah, <laughs> I can say. I mean, the key is there's different ways of encouraging people, right? And sometimes it's encouraging you to do something different, um, and sometimes it's kind of pushing your buttons to get you to do something different, and that's also or can be encouragement. Now, there's a huge huge, um, or not huge, a very fine line, not a huge gap, but there's a fine line between encouraging and discouraging. Yeah. Oh, my and, word, and, yes. And, you know, that, that we have to weigh up it, when we're talking and when we're sharing and where we're trying to encourage, are we encouraging or are we having this, the opposite effect? And so, yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. And I have found that over and over and over again, right? Um, yeah. Um, I want to say, I don't know why I hadn't thought about that, uh, this until now, is that my, my personal mission statement is equip, empower, encourage, equip, empower, encourage. And so here's a form of encouragement is uh, that I say, I, I, I don't know that I really wanted to be a cheerleader in high school, but I would not have been picked as a cheerleader. And, uh, but now I get to be a cheerleader. And so it's, you know, watching and standing there, you equip people to to do whatever their job is, their life entails, and then you empower them to do it. So you equip them, you get them the training, the resources and whatnot. You empower them to do that. They can do it on their own. Uh, we've talked about empowerment before, but then you encourage them. You just don't leave them out there. You have to to keep their, and it's not always encouraging it, it <clears throat> encouraging people. It's supporting them, smiling them, following up with them. You might call that, I mean, you have a mentoring, but that's what discipleship is uh, is about. So encouragement I, I, is a key component of discipleship. And I can't get the image out of my mind with seeing you on your coaching calls, encouraging calls with your pom-pom. <laughs> Sometimes I have my magic wand with me. Okay, yeah, there you are. All right, so, so encouragement is, you know, helping people have the courage to do something different, to continue the path to take another step, et cetera. And there's a lot of different ways you can do that. The key, of course, is to make sure that you have the relationship to help move forward. And encouragement is a great way to build relationships. Yeah. So let's, let's move in to talk about, okay, we, we have a definition of it. Now, what, what does that look like in the church? What does that look like when it comes to working with people? And it, there's, you know, there's lots of different ways um, to help encourage people. Uh, but, you know, the, the, the bottom line is, is you have to have a conversation with someone. One way or another, you have to have a conversation. And yes, you can do it by email. Yes, you can do it on social media with social media posts. All that is lazy. Um, and and not you know a, a good email can be you know, encouraging lift you up don't get me wrong that's, sure. that's an investment right, there of but there's nothing that can replace the uh, human contact with a human voice or a you know face to face conversation via Zoom yeah. if you have to yeah Zoom right. or you know a, a telephone you know but that's not face to face oh FaceTime no, I, okay yeah yeah. Well, but it, but even the telephone, the voice right. will work. You know, I mean, it, it, once upon yeah, it does. I mean, we I, did for I know, years. I know, <laughs> once upon a time, we didn't have well, all this. But screen I never technology. did that. I I would do follow ups by by telephone, but never, uh, never would I have done uh, an ask or that kind of. You do encouragement on the phone all the time. 
Every every Monday evening, you have a conversation with our daughter in, in Tacoma. Right, but I'm and, not doing asks. I mean, what I heard you saying was that we were looking at asking people to do something. No, we're and encouraging them to take okay. the next step, whatever that is. And okay. you do that with your daughter all sure. the time, our daughter. Right. And all Tuesday the time. night, our it's, prayer power network, that's, right. that's a huge piece of it. Right. So, so you know, you can be phoned. The, 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 the thing I is, live, okay? Live, it, 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 it trumps asynchronous right. every single time. Oh, my word. All right, so let's talk about some ways of actually practicing this. You want to jump in or you want me to start? <laughs> wait, what? Oh, you did one, two, three, shoot, didn't you? Yeah. Okay, okay, wait a minute. All right. One, two, three. Oh, okay. One, two, three. Okay. Uh, one, two, three. All right, you win. You're first up. No. Oh, I get to choose your first step. You go for it. All right. So how do you do encouragement? What what are some of the ways of encouragement? I want to talk about the, the easiest way, and you know, and that is pick up the phone. You know, if there, the reality is is you have at your church, there's a whole lot of people. There are those who are really um, in need. There's those who are shut-ins. There are those who can't come to church anymore. There are those who are sick. There are those who are struggling, and you know all those people. And all those people are giving a, a phone call to them now and again, now, maybe, maybe if, you, if everyone in the church did one call a week, if everyone did one call a week, you know, everyone would get called. Everybody would get a phone call. Um, and, and so, I mean, that's one way of encouraging. And, and what do you do on that phone call? Hey, how's it going? Just checking in with you. Want to know how I can pray for you. You know, what a, you don't have to pray with them if, on if the you, phone if, if you, you don't, don't want, want to, to right? right? It's always good if you can't do. I mean, I, I really encourage that, but right, if but that's not your thing, just write it down. And we then, don't want to deter you from doing right, this. Right, and then make sure you do actually pray. I, I right, don't know after. how many times. It, we, we, I remember years ago, I had a, someone came and asked me what if I would pray for them, and I said, yeah, sure, I would. And about two weeks later, they came back and said, oh, it was so amazing. Thank you for your prayers. And all I was thinking is, I don't think I prayed. And it was like, oh, so... I changed my habit from that that point on. When someone says, "Can I pray?" You know, would you pray for me? I always pray for them right there and then, so that I don't have to worry about forgetting to pray again. Right. Anyway, that's so, called just yep. in time prayer, by the way. Yeah. yeah, that you pray right there, just in time, that time and that place. Go yeah. ahead. All right. Well, wait. So, all right. I, oh, yeah. Were you in. done with that? Because yeah. I want to interject something. Right. Sure. And we and it can be expanded. So go for it. Oh, okay. So what I want to say with all of this is. Uh, if you're the pastor, I'm not recommending that you be making oh, the encouragement calls. Absolutely. Not. Okay, that right. yeah. So yeah, I know good, good a point. lot of you are are ministers, pastoring in congregations. That is not your job. You encourage your leadership, but to make the random calls. What we want to do is talk to those of you out there who are lay people. Uh, and if you're a um, leading a ministry, then calling and doing, you know, working on your uh, on your team or your department or your committee, those are the ones that you're encouraging. And it would be wonderful if you have something like an in care committee or team. I prefer uh, an in care team. A uh, I, some people will have um, shut in. Some churches have shut in teams, but you're the ones then who makes sure that everybody is getting a, uh, a call or a card, something, and a prayer. You make sure your prayer team there has, make sure you have a prayer team that makes, and make sure your prayer team is sending cards uh, every time you pray for somebody following up. Yeah, That's we, encouraging. We kind of dissed the whole asynchronous thing a little bit ago. And, yeah, and, and we, we, we just was thinking, yeah, but there are some asynchronous ways 
uh, asynchronous ways of being encouraging, that they should not replace a phone call, a FaceTime, or an in-person conversation. Right. But there are some that are they're more personal. They're more appreciated. A handwritten note, right. a card yes. being sent, you know, a, a, a card that's been selected for someone. You know, we, we have, you can buy the box of cards with just, you pull all of the birthday card and send it off. I'm talking about being a little more careful about that or else, or replacing the message or enhancing the message. Well, or whatever. you have to, you know, sign it. I don't know. Besides when just I signing it. a card, I get, I, I've, there are times I've used the boxes. But I, um, yes, the I card pick is. the card out of there that works, you know, with whomever right. I'm sending it. Right. But always write a personal message right. in it. Now I want to jump back to something she said earlier about the pastors not doing this. And okay, I want to go. point out, pastor, if you're not modeling it, no one else is going to do it. So you do have to do some of this. But do you, it with your leadership. Do it with your leadership. That's right. You know, and 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 there are times when you want to call a, a random person who you know needs could use a little pastoral encouragement. So, but here, here's what often happens: is the pastor gets caught up in this, yes. and they spend all their time or a lot of their time doing this kind of stuff. And pastor, if you are spending an inordinate amount of time in member care, you can't grow your church. You cannot grow your church from your office. That's a whole different conversation. We've had it yeah, a number of yeah, times. But the bottom line is, pastor, model this, but model it with you know with some. Um, uh, not real often, you know, on a regular basis. But let's not let it take up a lot of your time. But here, I again, judiciously. That's the word right. I was looking for. Judiciously. judiciously. Okay, so I'm. I think I'm still differing with you a little bit. You've got to have your teams in place. No you, argument there. Right. You you uh, encourage your team leaders. You're modeling it, but it's not just because you're modeling it. Because this is what we do. This is part right. of our leadership. And then team leaders, committee leaders, department leaders. You then are encouraging the ones on your your department, your team. It really is about building relationships. How do you get to know people? How do you know that they're in the right position and that maybe they're on education committee, but really they need to be on stewardship? The way that you learn that, you find that, is to know who they are and those that encouragement. You can't really encourage unless you know them and what it is in them that you can be that you can be working with. That's one of the reasons it's so easy to help someone uh, live into their gifts and skills and to move them from a ministry position they're working in to where they'd be more effective and probably a, a good bit a good bit happier. Yeah, keep within their giftings. Yeah, wait, there was something else I wanted well, to while say. While you though. think about that. Oh, yeah, I, I know what it go is. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go on. All right. So um, it, it, one of the churches I served there was a woman who was shut in and she loved to send birthday cards and she loved to call people, but her hearing had become such that she really couldn't hear. So, uh, our, the chair of our elder board would take and take, um, um, already labeled envelopes to the people who were having birthdays that month. And then they would take that to her and with cards, and she would write them out and wish them happy birthday. And it was just a beautiful way. People were getting these cards, their birthdays and anniversaries were being remembered. And she had a ministry going there. One of the, one of the realities is that this kind of ministry, encouragement ministry, can be done by pretty much anyone who has a phone yeah. um, or has the facilities to be able to write. Right. Um, and, you know, so there's a whole lot of shut-ins. 
um, people who can't come to church, who really, their ministries don't need to be done. They just have to, they, they may need to shift into something else. And encouragement is one heck of a great way of making that happen. All right, I want to talk, but I want to talk about some, uh, some other ways of practicing this, okay? Uh, you know, what do you say when you're on the phone? Well, you know, again, as what you said, the key here is getting to know the person. Um, and, and, and there is that going deeper, but there's also just the, you know, the calling and saying, Hey, how can I pray for you? Or I just want to check in to see how things are going with you. Um, and, and doing that with, with people you don't know very well. Yeah. And in fact, one of the ways to help grow your church is. is to do this with your visitors. You know, you have a visitor who fills out the contact card. There's another con- conversation that we need to have or had actually. Um, you know, how do you get that contact information? But you get that contact information and you get that in the hands of someone or someones who could do the encouragement calls. And they, you know, they, they just call maybe the first week, maybe the second week and say, Hey, listen, uh, I'm so and so and you were visiting the church. We were, we were glad to have you and I, I just want to know how I could pray for you. Oh, I just want to check in and see how things are going. See if you have any questions, um, and you know, and encourage them to return. Say, hey, I hope I see you on Sunday. You know, I, I'll, I'll look for you, and, and I'll be the one wearing the red blazer or whatever to encourage them to make another connection in your congregation. One of the biggest issues that churches have is, you know, most churches get the occasional visitor. The problem is, is that they don't come back. The vast majority don't come back. In fact, on a national average, 85 out of 100 do not return a second time. Now, you can raise those odds with good hospitality and good follow-up, but, but the, one of the reasons why people don't come back is they don't feel like they got noticed. The number one hospitality faux pas is, uh, is that no one talks to me, which yeah. is probably almost never true. Someone's yeah. probably said good morning, but that's not a conversation. And by having conversations there... Helps, it raises the, the, the possibility, the reality that they might come back. But an encouraging call, someone who cares enough to say, hey, just wanted to touch base with you and you know, find out how I can pray for you um, and, you know, and, and, and see how things are going, that just that speaks volumes of the care level of the congregation. And to a, a visitor who is considering becoming a returning guest and maybe even more, you know, that kind of level of care is just it, it it will bowl them over and they'll right. they'll be like, Oh, this no one else is doing this. Imagine what happens if your church is. Right. You know, wow. And we we have done episodes before about how to follow up with your guests and you know what to do this day, this day, this week, the next week. But wow, you just really swing to me that we've got to add to that a phone call from somebody saying, how can we pray for you? We're so glad you were here. We know that people uh, don't just come to church happenstance and uh, we don't need to know anything. We just want to know how can we pray, be praying for you this right. week. And you right? never know what, you may, what, what they may share because sometimes people are at the very edge, right. even with strangers, they just you know things are going horribly. And they just, out it comes. And then you can really can pray for them. And you, I mean, you can pray for them anyway. But then, then you know how to pray for them. Um, and again, if, if they do that, praying on the phone. I don't know, some of you are uncomfortable with that. Yeah. Um, but here's the reality. is my, just, just remember, it's a conversation with God. And it doesn't have to be any different than the conversation we're having with you. It, you know, hey, God, uh, so-and-so is, is really struggling with this. And just put your hand on her, him, whatever, and, and bring some peace. Uh, thanks, Jesus' name, amen. Uh, it doesn't have to be any more holy 
than that. Yeah. Or, you know, even that can be really tough for people. Not everybody listens really well. That's not one of their part of their skill set or their giftings. You know, something as simple as um, hear our prayer, oh Lord. Yep. Right? Uh, yeah, hear our prayer, are. Lord. Or if they said, I really need this, Lord, you know what they need. And we're going to trust you for it. That's it. Amen. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, right. One thing is, it's not like the not, the not like the Lord wasn't there eavesdropping exactly. anyway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, I know people who do encouragement. Here we go. I guess it's kind of asynchronous. Um, I, I know a young woman who's part of a young woman's Bible study or a group. They're moms. They're all young moms, and so sometimes that means their uh, their husbands or their you know their uh, partner being there with them in the um, like early early morning and gets the kids to school. And I was so impressed. I met one a. Uh, in the morning, years ago now, and she was already there where I was meeting. We met at Panera's uh, at seven o'clock. She had been there th- uh, at least by six thirty because she was doing her morning devotionals. And then when I got there, she texted something about her devotionals to all the other women in her group to say. And then the other ones were sending those in as well. That was encouragement for oh, for the day. I just love right. that. And, and let me just jump in on that one because I want to take into a slightly different vein of encouragement. And this is not the one you do with your visitors. And yeah. and this is the one you do with your members and, and, and anyone else in the church. Again, it's like your leaders calling down to your to people who are on your teams, etc. So one way of encouraging is to encourage people to read their scriptures. Uh, for whatever reason, yeah. scripture reading is uh, uh, it's life transformational if people actually do it and read it and are consistent at it. And one of the ways of doing that is to, is to pick up the phone and say, "Hey, Bob, how's it going? Just want to check in on you. Hey, what'd you read in scripture this week that intrigued you? Yeah, you know, and and you can have a and, and when they say nothing, you don't shame them. I, I get that. I was busy too this week, but um, or or you know, yeah, I was busy. I get busy too sometimes. But you no, know, I was just reading in in James the second chapter, and I found this. And I really loved it. Um, and, and consistent asking, encouraging, helps people to pick up and do spiritual disciplines. Wow. Like reading scripture. Okay, now my brain is really running away with me here. Uh, isn't that cool that you or you might be reading scripture and somebody comes to mind or something comes oh, to are. mind? And part of, uh, if you will, your processing, again, some of us journal not me. Uh, some of us, you know, we have different ways of sitting there and kind of uh, processing. Not all of us. Okay, so no beating up here. But some of us do. And if something is like, okay, here's the message, you could add another piece to that and, and ask, who who might be encouraged by this by this word, right? And, and um, in the main line, we don't talk so often or very much about the Lord giving us a word. Uh, but the Lord does give us words, and uh, and that's a way to uh, a way to to share that. When you hear hear something, receive a message. Um, ask who might this be for? If not me, then who? All right. So pick up the phone and you know, hey, I, I re- was reading this, and I, and you came to mind. Um, and and there's another way just to build on that is, there it is. you know during the day when someone comes yes, to mind, pick up the phone or send a text or whatever. You know, I, I, I'm big bad yep. because of do the phone, do the FaceTime, do Zoom, whatever. So you can say, hey, you know, I, I I was walking through here and you came to my mind. I just wanted to check to make sure everything's okay. How can I pray for you? What's going on in your world? Um, and all of these 
connections. We, we live in a world, especially since COVID, we live in a world that's very, um, we, we've become very cocoonish. Yes. And, and, and yet there's this need, and it's, it's almost become a national ep- epidemic, um, that we have this need to, for connection, and we're not getting it. And by you reaching out as an encourager, um, and your congregation being intentionally uh, an encouraging congregation, you can help break down some walls, break down some barriers, and really build a more robust community of yes, faith yes, yes, yes. that that uh, it, um, that goes back to a day when the church was part and parcel of everything we did in life. You can help change that by being an encourager. Yeah, those words, a robust community of faith. We don't, you know, we, we're, and we're guilty of this, you know, we're declining churches, there are growing churches, but uh, effective and sustainable is what we look at, right? How effective are you in your ministries? How sustainable is your ministry? But how robust is yep. your faith uh, as a community? Really important. And encouraging is a great way of doing that. The spiritual practice of encouragement, we recommend it to you, for you, put it into place, and we are essentially out of time. It's been a great conversation. Yes, Uh, We've gone all over, chased a lot of rabbits, but all of it to help you become an encourager and to lead your congregation into encouragement. We'll see you next week. Have a great week. (music) 